You're listening to the cycling podcast Femina. Ho ho ho! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Yes, this is the Cycling Podcast Feminine, and it is that time of year again. It is, of course, Christmas quiz time. And I have my two... Oh, we have other stuff to do as well before that, but I know that's the real headline of this episode. I do have two willing, unwilling, we'll see when we get to the quiz, uh, victims here. And I have to say, an early Christmas present in the return of Orla Shenoui. Hooray! <laughs> I hope you kept the receipt. That's not much of a Christmas present. But thank you. Yeah, it's lovely to be back. It's lovely to be joining you guys. And Danny joining you for the first time. Yeah, well, it's nice to meet you, Orla. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm, I must have met you already because I've been listening to your dulcet tones so much. But um, it's lovely to actually be joining you in person. Yeah, it's fun. Likewise. Yes, yeah. I didn't actually say Denny Gray was here. I just took that <laughs> as a given. Just in, in the, the, like the granny in the corner of, of Christmas Day. He's just uh, sitting there quietly. So hello, Denny Gray. You've made it to the Cycling Podcast family now when you get an introduction that is as insulting as that. <laughs> yeah, You've made well, it. <laughs> I feel like uh, I've, I've like one of those like reserves that was called up to the first team in the summer and, uh, and the manager seems to have forgotten that I'm, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> because you've just, put in so many star performances, that's why. Just quietly <laughs> taking the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, um, thank you both for joining us for this uh, special Christmas quiz. And this is good, this... Uh, at the first time that Denny has done a Christmas quiz, I know you're absolutely thrilled about that, Denny. We've, we've, I've been trailing it for like the last few months and you're so excited that Denny has a song for us. I think that might be a cycling podcast first to have a, a specially written song that we will be playing uh, at the end of this episode. I'm saying this now so that you can't get out of it, Denny. Basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if I wasn't terrified about the quiz, I'm now even more terrified about the prospect of having to sing. Uh, oh, well, that's good. Isn't, that, isn't that Christmas in a nutshell, though? A mixture of terror and excitement. You've captured the season perfectly. It is. It is. Actually, I've just come back from, uh, from my school, my, my daughter's school uh, rock concert. And she a sang. Rock concert? She, she got up and sang uh, Last Christmas by Wham in front of the whole school. Oh, so if she could do that. What age is she? She's nine. Oh my god! Did you not cry? I was, I was blown away. <laughs> oh, I'd be crying. Just thinking about it. <laughs> oh, I'd be in bits. That's so beautiful. Were you allowed yeah. to record it? Because in British schools, we're not allowed to record these days. Well, I, I videoed away. Did you? Good on you. Good on you. Yeah, Share it with yeah. us later. Oh well, there we <laughs> Good go. Good on well, her. You've got a lot to live up to, then, Denny. Basically, because already one member of the Gray family has, you know, is already a superstar. So you've got something to reach for. <laughs> We did also, I know I did say that we'd been speaking about the Christmas quiz for the past few episodes, um, Henry Denny, but we've also been talking about the, this is going to be, becomes a little bit more of a strange uh, segue, the Tashkent City Women's Team, <laughs> which I did think uh, before we get to all the festivities, we would give a quick mention uh, to their situation because you have been following it, Denny, haven't you, over the past few months that they... Um, have uh, now been approved to have a wild card to all of the women's world tour races uh, next year. So obviously you have the women's world tour licenses, uh, those are the, the world tour teams, uh, and then you have the continental teams, and then you have uh, teams that get invited to these women's world tour races. But 
yes, it's actually happened because there was a lot of questions over it would happen because the rival teams were questioning the veracity, let's say, of some of their results and some of the points that the Tashkent City women's team had earned. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be fascinating to see uh, how they do. Uh, apparently, according to Dan Chalice, uh, who has done an excellent piece uh, on them and an interview with the team, um, they, they're planning to ride the Giro, the Tour, the Vuelta, uh, Strada Bianchi, and some of the Chinese races. Um, not all of the World Tour events, but, you know, obviously the, the Grand Tours, in inverted commas. So uh, they will be there uh, in, in Europe racing. They don't have that many big names to, to, to speak of, but I think we need to be careful about being, I guess, applying too many stereotypes to the team. I mean, we don't know the team that well, and obviously they got a lot of their points through racing the, the Uzbek National Championships, which has caused many to, I guess, question the whole UCI points system whether it's fit for purpose. You should say that- for the Tash, the uh, Uzbek national champs, there was, I think, eight riders. Uh, seven of them rode for the Tashkent City women's team and the eighth rider who didn't, didn't finish. Um, so there is, are some questions about uh, quite what went on there. Yeah, it was, it didn't look great on paper. I mean, it's not though, is it? Let's be per- let's be perfectly honest. I don't mean to rein in anyone's parade, but that as a qualification system is bonkers, isn't it? Mm. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Fair enough, Orla. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that's no disrespect to any of the riders. It's no disrespect to the team, but that being enough to qualify for any level, you know, Tour de France mm. fam, we're trying to get the sport taken seriously in a global sporting level, you know. No, it's true. I mean, it, what is crazy I don't is mean the, to other be a team, the other team that uh, was accepted in the same system is Cofidis, which is obviously a team we all know. Uh, it has a long history. It's a huge you know, long heritage. Knows, uh, you know, I don't think the men's heritage really should play a part in it. But, you know, it, it's a team that we know that we see regularly on a, on a lot of races. But as you say, Denny, I mean... They are also, you know, they, they're not a European tour team, so we wouldn't have seen them. You know, they, they ride uh, the Asian races um, and I think they, was, they rode a Croatia, the Poric Trophy race, which is a small Croatian race. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, we you, you also never know in cycling, you know, how things will play out. I mean, I just think about we were really questioning when the Roland Kogius Edelweiss team became a world tour team and we were thinking you know well what are they really going to do they've hardly got even a big enough squad to turn up to these races and of course we saw they got several wins in smaller races we saw some great performances from Claire Steeles uh there so um we shall see and also I mean this is they are you know they're not going to be necessarily the the lowest um performing team at these races because you know they're the national you know Say the Tour de France fam, you can have these very small French teams um, that, you know, are there for a myriad of reasons that are not necessarily sporting ones. So, um, yes, we well, we'll see next year, won't we? Not to start totally ominously on the uh, uh, on the podcast, uh, but we were going to talk about this year, actually, and um, look back at what our highlights were, what were the moments uh, that really uh, stood out. For us, I know, Denny, the whole of the Tour de France fan being with me on the road would be your personal highlight, <laughs> if not a racing one. <laughs> yeah, 
I know. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Was I mean, that no, was an amazing I'm still blaming that Danny. on some kind of like <laughs> delay on uh, <laughs> on our video Zoom that we've got going on. But no, I mean, uh, no, that was I. I was straight in. It must have been. Must have been the delay. I wasn't. Absolutely. No, thinking yeah, twice yeah, about yeah, whether we'll I'd spend uh, eight days on the road with you again, Rose. Uh, no, that was an that was an amazing experience. You know, the pizza vending machine experience, uh, kind of going to see the caravan and just having never even been to, uh, having never been to the Tour de France uh, or the Tour de France fan before. So it was just uh, I, a fantastic I'm just experience. To hear I absolutely loved what, it. Because all I don't think we've spoken to you since maybe even since the tour. It could be. So you know, I'm so, I'm so excited because I really will I really don't know what your big highlight is going to be and you bring so much kind of emotion and passion uh to watching bike races but no but we miss it you know when you're when you're not on because it kind of uh it brings all that kind of real the excitement that the fans uh have so um I'm sure you've been in tears a number of times um this year from racing (laughs) do you know what do you know what uh, Orla, Rose has missed your crying so much, your tears so much that she even forced me to do an impression of you crying about Cassia Nevia Dover winning and I was on the very spot, impressed, which... like a <laughs> slash appalled. Um, but that's okay. Do you know what? If that's <laughs> if that's my lasting legacy in my temporary absence from the podcast, the crying, I'm all up for that. And also, Rose, I love that. Most people would be saying that kind of thing with an eye roll, like we've missed your pa- yeah, you're just so passionate, like you get so emotional. And I love that you're being oh, actually genuine. Well, yeah, about but we it. should so say that was you. the that the pretend crying was the uh, that we made. I made Denny do that. He, you did just jump into it, Denny, didn't you? Which also surprised me. There was no like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do that. It was just weeping straight away, which was very good. Uh, but that was we were saying that about the Cassia Cassia Nevia Doma winning the Gravel World. Champs, which actually was something yeah. that we only bothered mentioning because, you know, of being... Because it was Cassia. Of, of Cassia and being such big Cassia mm. uh, fans on this uh, podcast. But Ola, did you, did you weep when you saw that? Because if you didn't, <laughs> well, then that's I put wept, the whole thing out. I wept at not being able to watch it, uh, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. And so if I'd been able to watch it, I feel like I would have done. And that's where I felt slightly robbed, really, because reading a result is Mm, never the same as getting to watch how it pans out. That is what live sport is all about. That's what grabs our hearts and keeps our attention and fills our soul. So I was really like properly, like everybody, delighted for her and delighted for the gravel worlds as well, actually, because to have someone like Cassia winning it is absolutely huge. But I just feel like I love with her that we've been waiting on this win for such a long time. And then she goes and grabs a set of rainbow bands. Like, how amazing is that? And I did hear you guys talking about the boost that, that will give her. And it, it just, it's bound to, it's bound to seep over in some way into her road performances. So it was huge. Um, I didn't get to weep, unfortunately, because, it, yeah, I mean, reading a news headline and then <laughs> weeping is a little bit extreme, even for me. <laughs> But if I'd been able to watch it, I do think I would have um, certainly <laughs> shed a tear or five. But it was beautiful. Beautiful. A wonderful moment well, in the year. Was, I, but was it your highlight. highlight? No, it's not. What is your highlight? No, not necessarily. Again, because yeah, I didn't watch true. it. I did cry at this oh, one, good. though. Get the tears Very going. Much. Come on. Although, <laughs> the highlight was actually coming after this performance. So I was lucky enough to... Um, 
take Alison Jackson out for some bitter ballin in a little restaurant near here called Café de Town in the Jordan in the centre of Amsterdam. Wow. Uh, my dear friend, Rianne Ravenscroft, is um, on the board of the Cyclist Alliance and her and Alison have um, become good friends. And uh, Alison was, was popping through Amsterdam en route to somewhere across the Atlantic after Pirate Bay, week after Pirate Bay. Um, and so I got to hang out with Rianne and Alison and treating uh, Alison to Bitterballen as a celebration for winning Pirate Bay. And if you've ever had Bitterballen, you will know just how anticlimactic <laughs> that is as a celebration. And not only that, but we had to go to about three different bars in the Jordan to finally get somewhere that served the Bitterballen. What is a Bitterballen? Is it like a croquette um, type thing? They're, yeah, they're like little balls of croquettes with unspecified meat oh. inside, sort of shredded meat covered in breadcrumbs. They're, I mean, I would imagine they're usually served with beer. I'd imagine if you're drinking, they're amazing. If you get good bitter ball and they're incredibly comforting and reassuring, they're not, they, they're never going to challenge, you know, the French when it comes to culinary perfection. But even by the standards that we'd set for Alison and the expectation that we'd set, I think she would probably admit to being slightly underwhelmed. However, it was a wonderful evening and she was talking about how she'd, I can't even remember, this is awful, what was the race the week after Pyro Bay and she was a DNF in it. What's have been the odd um, I should have been uh, Yeah, it was, it was, it was. Yeah. Um, and so, but she was talking about how just from one race to the next, you know, post Pyra Bay, the, her bus was being mobbed by little girls and people coming and asking for her picture and telling her what an impact her win made on girls in particular. And it was just really emotional hearing it from Alison because you know that this is the kind of effect it's going to have, especially with a rider like her and the energy and passion and fun that she brings to bike racing and she's not always you know she would not have been anyone's favorite to win Pyra Bay so especially bringing all of that to the win you know that's going to have an impact on people watching and especially little girls but to hear that from her and hear the impact on her was absolutely beautiful so that was my highlight of the year but I, I do have to say while watching the race and I will allow you two to speak but it's been a couple of months so you know I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just wondering here. if um, the weeping <laughs> happened while you were eating supporting Bitterballen no. or whether the weeping actually happened well, at the race I had a tear as she was telling me the story um, about the little girls because I just find it so impactful. And this is why we do it, isn't it? It's why we're into sport because of the impact that it has on people, especially formational experiences that it gives to young people. It's everything and it's everything about women cycling. So yes, I did have a tear in my eye when she told me that, but it was, it was watching it in the studio because we were covering it for mm -hmm. Eurosport and watching it live and... I just, the number of times I was jumping up and down and screaming at the TV going, Alison! <laughs> because even from that break, you know, it's just, she's just brilliant. I just love everything about her. And so I was so excited at the thought of her maybe being able to take it, you know, and there was some like 10 kilometers out and I was saying to the guys, just imagine what it's like in Alison Jackson's head right now. Imagine that excitement and the nerves and the tension and the fear that it's all going to slip away. And just being able to celebrate her all the way to the line was incredible. And also, once she crosses the line, you know she's going to give an almighty dance. Yes. You know, <laughs> and, and the fact she delivers on that, she's just an exceptional athlete 
because of her performances, but really more so. And this is not the kind of thing that we should expect from athletes because they're dedicated enough to their performance and the results. But to be able to bring that character, that flair, that absolute joy, which is what sport mm. is all about, is the icing on every cake that you can imagine. It's the breadcrumbs on the bitter ballon. Yeah. And I just thought it was amazing. So for all of those reasons, Alison Jackson is my hero of Oh, yeah, absolutely. But also the timing of it was perfect, wasn't it? In that we just gone through all of the kind of early spring season. It was just SD works, SD works, SD works. Yeah, yeah. You know, Volering, Kopecky, SD works, SD works. And so it was just this, and we like, it felt like every single episode of the Cycling Podcast Feminine, we were just saying, how do we beat SD Works? How do we beat SD Works? And then to see in kind of, I would, you know, an unlikely person to beat SD Works, actually, oh, you're yeah. kind of always thinking, Little Trek have got to be the people uh, to do it, surely, or, you know, DSM. But then to have Alison Jackson come through and win in that style, in a way that you would never say, oh, the best way of beating SD Works is just to go for it and keep going and going and going and attacking and attacking. <laughs> yeah. You would never just say that. It. You would never say yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. It should never have worked. Yeah. That's why it was so beautiful. It should never have worked. And it did. And that's exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looked so tactically naive, didn't it? Because she was on the front. Mm. She was driving that break. And you think, why is she doing that? She's going to have nothing but even left that I was for, the, for the velodrome. Even the fact she was driving it on the front. Because, again, we kept saying in the podcast, we, we, we see so often riders and teams gifting mm. the results to SD Works because they're riding each mm. other out of it and riding themselves out of it. And even as she was doing all that work, I was saying like, this is just, I don't care. I did care, but I don't care if she's beaten because yeah. she's showing exactly <laughs> how we want to see racing. Mm. You know, we want to believe that they're desperate and obviously they're all desperate to win, but mm. this is where tactics can sometimes just undo the excitement of a race. And I love the fact she was leaving nothing behind. Mm. And again, that should not have won it. And it made the win all the more thrilling. Yeah, it was, might have worked. <laughs> That's it for the podcast. For no, um, uh, it, it doesn't surprise, and it won't surprise me, Denny, when I come to your find out your highlight. I have a feeling that the highlights of our year aren't going to be those many, many SD Works uh, wins. That's just a hunch that I have. But Denny, tell us. Um, I'm sure Harry Roubaix has got to be up there for you. But what what was your standout standout moment apart from the pizza and the Harry Roubaix? Apart from that, apart from that, uh, well, that one Harry Roubaix was definitely in the top five for me. Uh, and actually, the top five. I love how it's just like I send a little message on WhatsApp, like, "Oh, everyone needs to have a highlight." And Denny's like, "Do you want my top five, my top ten, my top twenty? How many do you want? I got them all written, written down." I could, I could, yeah, I could spend hours talking about my highlights, but um, and it, all of yours is going to be a hard act to follow, <laughs> given the passion you've just explained uh, uh, your, your highlight. But I think for me, the stage four of the the Tour de France fan was was my highlight. For, for multiple reasons, really, not just because it was a, it was a win for one of the smaller teams, uh, Yara Castellain winning her first professional victory, um, but I think it was the, the whole background to it. So bef leading up to that stage, uh, I mean, even leading up to the tour, everyone was expecting SD Works domination again, um, and they'd already won two stages out of the three at that point, Liana Lippert being the other stage winner. But Fenix de Kernick had been really, really active. I mean, they were, mm. and they were the feel-good team of the tour. They had, they were the fun bus. They were the ones pumping out the Euro uh, pop. They were the Alison Jackson of the Tour de France family. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, they'd been in the break every single stage up until then, um, you know, really just uh, enlivening the race. And 
Yara Castellain, she'd been in the break herself on stage two. She'd even worn the polka dot jersey as a result. Uh, and then on stage three, uh, the team had experienced real heartbreak. Uh, Julie van der Velde was caught with just 200 metres to go on that long finishing straight uh, to, in Montignac, Lascaux. And, uh, but they, you know, they didn't let that defeat them. And the, the next stage, uh, Castelline was in the break with Marta Troyan and they played an absolute blind. I mean, they, at one point, the escape had 10 minutes on the, the bunch. Uh, Audrey Cordon Rago had moved into virtual yellow. The whole hopes of France were kind of resting yeah. with her for a minute. And she ended up in tears at the end of the stage because she thought that, you know, she might uh, get into yellow. But SD Works reduced the deficit. And then behind the break, there were attacks. Kopecky attacked. Van Vluten attacked on the penultimate climb. And Well, it was, it was meant to be that kind of the real, the, the first stage that was going to really shuffle the GC yeah. in a big way, yeah. wasn't it? It was, it was kind of billed as that. And so I think that's kind of why we ended up with this breakaway um, step. Well, oh, actually only Yara Castelline staying away. And, and one thing actually, when I was working on the Christmas quiz and I had another look at this stage, one thing that I had forgotten was that Demi Vollering crossed the line celebrating, didn't she? Yeah. Which was yeah. just a real weird quirk. And then she said, oh, I just did it anyway. She, and she was like, oh, I wasn't sure. So I just thought I'd better do it anyway <laughs> for the pictures, but you can delete the pictures now. I mean, that was just, there were so many facets to that, to that race. As you say, they had the GC battle behind and, and they, they, they reduced the, the gap substantially, but Castelline had broken away at the escape, uh, from the escape group uh, towards the end. And and as you say, it was was it wasn't as tense as Paris Roubaix, but it was still hanging in the balance when they hit that final steep climb mm. in, in Rodez. And um, uh, and as you say, Vollering kind of accelerated, leaving her rivals behind, uh, and sat up for the win only to realise that uh, she hadn't. Although, as you say, she claimed she she knew all along she was just <laughs> getting ready for the cameras just in case or something. But uh, <laughs> but Castellina beaten her to it. It was her first pro win, and it was a real redemption for the team because. Uh, and a win for the underdogs as well. Uh, oh, so yeah. it was fantastic. And what I loved about that as well was just a reaction. Um, I know, Rose, you you interviewed uh, Yara Castelline's mum, I think, didn't you, after the stage? And she was yeah. she was absolutely lovely. Her whole family were there. And Marta Troyan's reaction also won her the, the Peddler de Charme. I can't remember. What her- yeah, we should say the most important yeah. thing was peddlers, the Peddler de Charme. Because I, I went to see Marta Troyan at the end. Um, she was in the breakaway with Yara Castelline and, and Marta said, and one of the Swaneers said, you know, Martha, you need to drink some water. And she said, we don't need water. We're drinking champagne. So it's like, okay, give this one of the peddlers to Shah. Um, but yeah, she's a fantastic character. And mm. she was third in that Paris-Roubaix that Alison Jackson won. So yeah, kind of like, uh, I'll be really interested seeing what Martha Troyan uh, gets up to next year. Because obviously she's a, a real... Uh, talent as well but yeah that was a really special moment wasn't it especially again that kind of looking at the Van Vluten or SD Works it was all about that during that Tour de France fam uh, at the beginning stages and to have Yara Castelline come through was yeah was um so there's a bit of a theme here um, Rose isn't there in our highlights yeah, kind of know, getting, getting one over on SD Works Yes, my mine my highlight is not not entirely a kind of. I feel like yours are both great underdog stories. Yours is Demi right? my, Mine isn't quite that, but um, <laughs> it's <laughs> Demi Vollering taking the Arden Triple. No, it's not. Um, no, it's uh, it's that crazy stage, the Vuelta Femenina. I think it was stage six, 
when uh, we had uh, Demi Vollering went for a, a nature break, as we so politely call it, um, at the same time as there being crosswinds out on the road and Movistar were at the front and Movistar had always had this plan to really go for it in the crosswinds, split the race to pieces, absolutely split the race to pieces. And then Vollering obviously pulls up a bib shorts and is like, what the hell has just happened? I'm way behind, minutes behind. And so it's this fantastic moment where you're seeing Van Vluten at the front and Vollering minutes back and they're both kind of going for it. And it's kind of like a mano a mano, which someone kindly pointed out when I say womano a womano doesn't mean uh, man to man, which I did know that already. But there was a kind of this... People on social media correcting you. (laughs) (laughs) Unusual, isn't it? Unusual. But um, but it was this great moment where we had... Vollering was trying to put all of her energy in. Van Vliet was trying to go go for it herself. And it was kind of just this gap was slowly closing because we actually, as much as we build up this this rivalry between Vollering and Van Vluten... We don't necessarily see that many times when it's just those two going for it without any team tactics involved as well, without like, oh, Vollering's hanging on the back because she's got Marlon Royster coming back or there's someone, an SD Works rider ahead. So she's seeing, didn't actually have many opportunities to see just two spectacular athletes at the top of their game, putting the, putting the pedal down and just going for it, like really desperate trying to get as much time on each other. Well, Van Vluten trying to get as much time on Vollering. Vollering trying to lose as little as she can. It was just chaos. And also, another thing that I I remembered about it was there was this crazy... Because actually Guy Raylini pipped Van Vluten for the win by photo finish. And there was this crazy podium ceremony. Oh, yeah. Which I totally (laughs) forgot about. Forgot about that. Van Vluten came on (laughs) to take the stage win and, you know, got all of the prizes, got all of the, you know, funny little... um, trophies and then again got the uh, red jersey as the leader's jersey and then they were obviously realized that Guy Raylini had won and then obviously must have taken the prizes off of Van Flute and, and then represented them to Guy Raylini it was just one of those things where I think I do a lot of work now in like golf and tennis this would not happen in <laughs> golf and tennis this is like a really specific to cycling kind of beautiful mad chaotic crazy thing which I, is so cycling that I thought it was a very beautiful moment and just create more of a crazy moment than anything but you know you've got to live for the drama don't you I loved that moment on the road but I actually loved just as much the beef off the road oh, yeah. afterwards and I have a lot of time for riders telling it like it is or at least giving their full and honest opinion because Demi Vollering did not hold back in saying that Annemiek van Vluten should not have attacked when she did and she was being disrespectful. I disagree with that. And obviously, if you're to take Movistar and Annemiek van Vluten's take on it, which was that they had reconned this and they knew exactly where to make their move and they're not going to not make their move just because Demi Vollering is having a wee, um, then you've, you've got to give credence to that. But I like that Demi Vollering brought that and, and made it public. And I like that Annemiek van Vleuten wasn't shying away from it either because I think so often, you know, what's lovely about sport and it's really important, and I talk about the um, impact on, on kids in particular, it is important that respect is shown. However, whenever that is glossed over or whenever animosity or frustration or annoyance or anger is glossed over in the name of respect. That's not necessarily being respectful. It's being disingenuous and it's taking away from what we know is a burning 
desperate ambition to win. That's why they sacrifice so much. And I like to see that. I like to be able to see and feel and hear and smell the anger from riders. I don't think I want to smell the anger their from way. riders. Or like, I'm just going to stop you there and say, <laughs> I have my limits. I'm thinking it smells more like burning clutch <laughs> oh, no, rather than anything else. Smell. You know, that unco- uncomfortable, oh. ugly, you know, but, but it'll pass. You know, that kind of smell, mountaintop smell. Um, but yeah, I just, I loved that because also with uh, with women's racing in particular, I think we can be really critical sometimes whenever they're showing their really fiercely competitive side. And we've seen that with, with Lotta Kopecky and Demi Vollering where they're criticised when they're trying to beat each other. Bring that on. You know, they are at the top of their game. They should be wanting to win and get angry with each other if they think that the rules have been disrespected or the unwritten rules have been broken, whatever it is. And it gives us something else to talk about. And that is what makes any sport grow when we're being too uh, polished about everything, it loses any interest, you know? So I have a lot of respect for both Demi and Anamik for not sh- for not shying away from either that battle or talk about the battle. So Absolutely. Loved yeah. it. And hopefully after the, after the Christmas quiz, uh, Orla, you won't be, I won't be smelling the anger uh, on, <laughs> <laughs> when you express your frustration. You'll be eating my dust, Demi. That's <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I did listen to um, which podcast was it you guys did? It wasn't the last, it was a few podcasts ago where Denny uh, opened up the possibility of bribing <gasps> Rose, who I already claim Ooh. unfair play. And I'm not afraid of, of bringing that battle, Denny. I'm going to cry foul if you win, regardless, because that I'm wow. a terrible loser. Wow. That's okay. how it's going to be. <laughs> well, at least you're being open and honest, in, just as you've uh, explained. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cycling podcast Femina is supported by Science in Sport. Science in Sport, fueled by science. Thank you very much to Science in Sport, sponsors of the cycling podcast. Have you done all your Christmas shopping? You haven't? What have you been doing? Well, to be honest, nor have I quite. I have got my parents sorted though. They are a couple of very dedicated parkrun tourists with their first half marathon on the horizon next year. So we've got them plenty of gifts to keep them pounding the pavements. And that includes a whole ton of science in sport goodies. Go isotonic energy gels in flavours like pink grapefruit and cherry to keep them fueled. The Protein 20 bars for a rather delectable protein hit. Vanilla fudge for the win, by the way. And the hydro tablets to keep them hydrated after those training runs. If you're scrabbling around for your sports nut loved one, then head over to scienceinsport.com. They even have a Christmas gift guide over on their blog, which offers up plenty of options for running lovers, flavour connoisseurs, indoor exercisers, or as they like to call it, the ahem, two-wheel tarmac chaser in your life. For all your sports nutrition needs, head over to scienceinsport.com. Time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, producer Will is probably hating that every time he's like, "What is she doing?" Another sound effect. No, I bet he's thinking in what? studio sound Santa's effect. Santa's here already. <laughs> he's looking out his window now. Then hugely disappointed. Just to add it's confusion. Just, I'm to him. Sorry, Will. It's just us doing the Christmas quiz. Uh, everyone's favourite moment of the year, though, surely. Although I feel I, I'm getting a, a sense of all is kind of. I feel like a bit of a bombastic sense of coming into it. Denny, 
I feel like you've gone very small <laughs> and nervous uh, on us now. You're taking up a very small amount of video on your screen now, as if you're kind of... Unless compared to my huge living face here, I'm trying to intimidate you, Big Brother style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> always moved closer and closer to the the video camera, but uh, but it's not good. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Danny, give, give us a bit of uh, opinion on on and how you're feeling in in true kind of race day fashion. We should do, you know, how are you feeling ahead of this race, this big big race, Danny. Well, in in the spirit of not being disingenuous and telling you how I'm really feeling, I, I, there are butterflies in my stomach. I am slightly <laughs> nervous, mostly about just being humiliated uh, for my for my lack of recall about weird and obscure cycling facts over the uh, over the season. Um, but I, 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 you know, if I lose to to Orla, I, I lose to a, obviously uh, a, an amazing <laughs> professional kind of. Oh come you know, on, you're talking like a legend so. man. Exactly. You've got to get you. We're all getting our excuses in early here, aren't we? And uh, I've, I'm getting mine in. <laughs> okay, Orla. Well, we. I can't even remember if you're reigning champ or not. I mean, last year it descended Let's go so with badly yeah. when it was you and Shall Lizzie. We? <laughs> so, so I, I can't even remember who won. I think it might be the only one After I get I think today. Every- last year's win. So let's just pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Denny, listen to last year's Christmas quizzes revision. Denny, who won last year? I think everyone was, was a loser, a wasn't it, last year? There was some kind of confusion at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, so you decided all... Dr- I think it was a draw, but I think, I think technically so you did win. But then, Orla, but then you kind of agreed to, to draw because Lizzie was disappointed because she hadn't had a, a I'm an incredible race person that like year. that. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just still humble and this victory. has gone more into Orla's favour somehow. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and then lose, uh, Rose demoted <laughs> you all to losers. <laughs> but moral victor, that's what you're saying, Danny. I'll take that. Okay. Okay, right. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Let's not... Um, Trying to butter you up. Yeah, let's it. not try and get out of this now by running out of time. Oh, yeah. It is time for the first round which you'll all know so well. Cryptic Criteria! <laughs> I wish you could all see Rose's face when she does that. It's a proper <laughs> game it's show face. isn't it? <laughs> and also, you're not looking at the cameras, you do it. You're projecting. You're like looking <laughs> into the middle distance as you project in some That's form what, of game show do you, style. Do, I do that quite a lot. My, my husband calls it middle distance manly <laughs> when I just suddenly turn go middle distance and then make an announcement or something. But... That's what does happen. Fish and right chips for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> cryptic criterium. Uh, everyone should know how this works. I'm going to give a cryptic clues that will lead you uh, to the. I think it's all of them are just surnames apart from oh. one. So um, I'll tell you when that one comes up. To just the surname of a rider in a world uh, tour team. So. Let's get on with it, shall we? Uh, and Denny, you should say, please do not follow Richard's lead, which was to quietly sit and think about it in his <laughs> head and then steal all his answer at the end. We don't want... Follow Richard in many, many, many ways, but not, but that not in that very <laughs> particular one, please. Okay, so first one. American police officer who eats like a chicken does. Um, cop- Quebecy! So, yes! Oh, oh very good. On fire! That might have been actually the quickest answer I think we've ever I'm had. I'm not gonna lie. That was I'm incredible. That one. Can we stop well. and die? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is like a this is like a pool hustle. Isn't it? Well, that makes one. you the hustler, Danny. So I got to be scared now. 
(laughs) (laughs) Next one. Two things that kids do with their bogeys, which you wish they didn't. Eat. Eat. Lick. Not. Yes. Oh, you've actually both said. Uh, Pick a lick. Pick eat. Eat. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Daria, pick a lick. Of course, there was the answer. That is a very See, good actually, my natural, my natural inclination is to go quiet and think inside my head. So I, I might have to revert to the Richard Moore. Just yeah. stealing uh, answers. Tactic. Yes. Yeah, but all is on minute. fire. You, you're going to struggle. But all is on fire. You're too quick. Order. Okay. Third one. Uh, played by a gassy Margot Robbie. Fart Barbie. <laughs> Fart Barbie. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Gassy Margot Robbie. <laughs> um, Wendy Oz. Wendy Australian. Um, no, uh, Barbie Barbie okay. is right, uh, but maybe maybe Gassy is a bit misleading, but also funny. Um, like, think uh, gas as in... As in the element. Things that you might... Uh, the, the thing that you breathe. Yes. Um, Oxygen Barbie, air Barbie. So like more like... Um, yes. uh, yeah, but Barbie other air. way around. Uh, start Barbie with the... Bar- <laughs> yes! Oh. Denny! Where is Denny even there? Denny? I think the connection's dropped how, out. You are hoping the didn't make that, that leap of connection from Fart Barbie. I don't know. I get our hands in the brilliant. Okay. <laughs> now, this one. Number four. Now, I mean, all there is actually is we, we got five. So, oh, well. you know, it's only for your pride that you're trying to, trying to win this but round. That's a big, now, that's a big uh, prize. Denny, so. <laughs> this is okay. Yeah. Sorry, my pride went out the window a long and time ago. <laughs> and this one is the full okay. name, is what I need here. And the clue is. Hold on a minute. Sorry. <laughs> this is really unprofessional. I, I, I love it. I love it. Rose Still is like, of... I am really funny and I can't wait for the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> the clue is for the full name Orange Bum Crease. <laughs> Orange bum crease. Oh, Orange. Something crack. Mandarin crack. Something crack. Amber crack. Oh, Denny! What was it? I got one. You got one. Yes. Amber crack. Amber, Amber crack. crack. Not mandarin crack then. No. Not mandarin oh, well crack. Done. Amber crack. Well done. Oh. Amber crack. God. I feel like I can, I can stop now. I've got yeah. one. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. It's not a complete drubbing. That's an excellent thing. I think it's lucky Denny's not a professional athlete. It's like, I got to the start line. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Thank goodness. I've, I've done what I needed to do. Okay, so for the last one, and, uh, well, this is for, you know, Denny's pride, if nothing else. Hold on, we've got, we've got two more rounds. Oh, we've got two yeah. more yeah, rounds. Yeah. We've got two more rounds. There's, there's only one yeah, portion no, but- of pride per round, though, Denny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's how it works. I thought there were five five portions. Five questions, no? Um uh. Okay. And the last one is she is nothing but discourteous. Rude. Uh 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 nothing uh Rudy, no. You might need to need to put that. It's like there's um Everything about her is discourteous. All red? All red? Uh, yes! Oh, very good. All around. I should have got that. I interviewed uh, her last episode. Yes, I know. I know. And she wasn't rude at all. <laughs> Go figure. Just, no, she was totally, lovely. I think. A total smear on her character. <laughs> but Yeah. 
Um, but yes, cr- that was the end of the cryptic criterion round. Well done, Orla. Four one. I tell you Four what, one. though, Amber Crack's a good one to get. Well, I'm kind of gutted about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you're being genuine. nice, Orla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Orla's just feeling well, like I mean, you, that was the one you she really. You played wanted. a blinder, though, didn't you, Orla? I mean, you got yours within. <laughs> it's the nerves. You see, I think that was the fastest round we've ever done. Normally that goes yeah. on for apps forever. <laughs> I actually don't probably have enough to fill the rest of the show because normally that takes up about a good 20 got minutes a of people just going back and forth. rate on listeners in the Christmas quiz. It goes on so long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, well, talking of retention rate, you're going to have to let me win this next round, Orla. Otherwise the suspense say, will go. Can I just say if, no one if will you listen. do win it, Denny, then you're welcome. Yeah. That, mm. that will have been a guess. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. And the retention rate is very high because everyone's waiting for your song oh, yeah, at the end, true, true, So true. this will have a, a particularly You will high finish a winner either way. Episode. Yeah, that was just, well, well that's what my <laughs> yeah. Okay, are you ready? More or less? <laughs> Middle distance manly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, this is more or less, uh, which we have had um, before, uh, where I, we're going to give you a, a number and then you have to work out if the next uh, number that I'm giving clues towards is more or less than the number you've, we've just been given. So, uh, the starting number is 110. 110. Right. This feels already like it's going to be entirely guesswork. Yes. So let's go. Okay. <laughs> well, at least we've got a 50-50 chance. Yeah. yeah. I, think I'll, I, I say less. I think I will give bonus uh, points if you get it exactly right. Oh, well. As well. So maybe I'll get you to give a number first, and then if that's wrong, then you can do more or less. Okay. Starting number is 110. So in thousands, the number of followers that Paris-Roubaix winner Alison Jackson has on Instagram. More. So it starts at 110,000, I guess, is the starting number. I'm going to go more. So Orla's going to go more. Okay. Denny? Um, less. Denny's going less. The answer is 107. Yes! Oh, I made that one tough. Oh, I was worried that all the others were too that easy. That is tough. 107,000. I would have said 120. 107,000 is uh, the number of followers that Alison Jackson has on Instagram. Um, oh, I should have given... Hold on, I I've thought you were going to give bonus Denny, points. I know. I, I was just about to say I haven't said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will next time, although that is a little unfair on Denny. But um, yes. Uh, I, would, I would never No, I, that. Yeah. Well, that's very honest. Very honest of you, Denny. But okay, so 107 is the number that we're looking at. The number of seconds that we waited for confirmation of the photo finish at Strada Bianchi. So obviously Demi Vollering, Lotte Kopecky come to the line at the same time and there's a, uh, a pause before we know which of them won. How many... So the, this is the time between them crossing the line and then the announcement of the yeah. winner. Yeah. So it was so 107, was it more or less than 107 seconds? Uh, more. All of what, yeah, Denny oh, seems longer what I'm saying more, more, but I say more. Yeah, but, it, but maybe because it feels like a lifetime, but I'm going to stick with more. The, you're both wrong, I'm afraid. It was, oh. less, it was only 40 seconds, which I found wow. unbelievable. That is so because quick. Because I was, I also thought it was like, if you'd asked me, I would have said two minutes. minutes. Two minutes. I would have said four. But it was actually 40 seconds. 
is well the only time well, the well, only well. amount of time we had to wait till we knew who won. Uh, so no one wins any points there. Okay, so forty is the number, and this one you have to answer quickly. No working out. Although I don't know that you would be able to work it out actually necessarily. The number of letters in the women's world tour race which has the longest name. What? And actually, there are two races. 2023 Women's World Tour races. Oh, sweet mother. With the longest name, as in the most letters. There's actually two that have the same number of letters, like the most. More or less than 40. More or less letters than 40. Mm. More. I mean, I'll go, I'll go less then. The Just to be different. answer is, hold on, I've it. The answer is more. Orla. She even said... Well, Tour de France fam already has 17, so I thought... I don't know what... The, uh, oh, agglomeration, is it? Yes. Oh, hold on. Was it 40 or 14? 40. 40. Oh. oh, 40, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm nearly halfway there with Tour de France fam, and that's not even long. Yeah. Uh, but no, the that answer... Was what? The answer, the two... Do I get a bonus for, for knowing one of the races? No. Um, no. Except I can't remember the full name. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no. That, yeah. No. Well, to be honest, I can't remember the full name because I, I for some reason uh, haven't Call written it down. But it was. Um, <laughs> hold on. Even agglomération feels like it's longer than forty letters. Uh, let's have a little look. Was it the Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race Elite Women's Bam. Race? It, I've just looked at that now. Denny, it was that was one of them, and the other one was, as Orla said, the classic Lorient agglomeration. Oh, all is going to have to say it. Classic Lorient Agglomeration Trophée Seratazit. Blah, blah, Those were the two I with mean, the longest names. They're mad. Catchy, if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the total number of letters? So that was 43 letters in each of those. So, okay. It's even Stevens. All a one, Denny one. Next question. So 43 is the number. Yeah. The number of corners in one lap of the Glasgow World Championships circuit. Oh, good question. Of 90 degrees good or more. Question. So we want proper corners, but one lap, not not the whole, not how many corners did the whole thing have, mm-hmm. just one lap of that very gnarly I'm going to say less. Orly, you're saying less. I'm saying less. Less than I'm yeah, go for. I'm going to go for fewer. Uh, oh. So I think that's... That's grammatically correct, isn't it? It is grammatically correct. Mm. Yes, the number is less than forty-three. The corners are fewer than forty-three. Yeah, there are fewer. I'm sure on. everyone. This is the spirit of Christmas, isn't it? Is the the old <laughs> grammar, the old the grammar, grammar police, so the grammar police coming out? Okay, so am I right in both of you? But the game is called more or less. Am I right in both of you are saying you're both saying less? less. Yeah, okay. uh-huh. yeah, I think it Interesting. is. I'm afraid you're both uh, wrong. <gasps> The answer oh, right. is more. Was it 47? 40. Is there a delay on this connection? Because I changed mine to more. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is 44. There were 44 oh. corners in one lap. So it was, yes, it was very tight. But so it's all going to come down to this last question. Dun, dun, dun. Who's going to win? So 44 is the number. The number of riders with van at the beginning of their surname <laughs> across all 75 teams which make up the women's oh. world and continental teams. So I think last year, because I've realised, because Denny listened to this last year's quiz recently, mm. I did actually say how many vans were there last year, but that was only in oh. the world teams. Okay. So that was a, a much smaller number. 
So, uh, yes, the number of riders with Van at the beginning of their surname. It can be all one word. It can be like Van Vluten, like two separate words. Not to give a clue away that Van Vluten is one of them, but it could be two separate <laughs> words. Who? So it's at least one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like it's too obvious to say more, so I'm going to say more. Okay. Denny? Oh, I'm going to go for less. The answer is there are 35 Yes. So Denny snatches <laughs> it at the very oh. at the very um, last. What I mean Get is congratulations and all that. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you say you gifted it to me to keep. Oh yes, yeah, of course. That's what I meant to say. You're welcome. Gosh, well, this is great. This is just uh, this is going to be a thriller. So you won the guessing game, Denny. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was only two educated, two educated guesses, Orla. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, I have to say, unfortunately, I really wanted to do the famous winner winner salad spinner that we did last year, where you had to guess the prizes for all the different races. Mm. Uh, but in the same style as Motto or Notto the year before, when it used to be like funny team slogans, and then the teams never did anything funny again the following year. In the same way, none of the races have given anything remotely interesting as prizes since me, I did Winner Winner Salad Spinner. Um, We've trawled them into submission. I actually, although I have to say, do get an honourable mention for Tour de Gatineau, which gave a litre of maple syrup to the winner of the time <gasps> trial, who was Anna Kiesenhofer. So that they get a, wow. uh, they were the only ones on my list for several days. So then uh, I gave up on that and came up instead... With a game that we're calling Blankety Bonk. Blankety Bonk, Blankety Bonk, Blankety Bonk. Blankety Bonk. <laughs> I, I've practiced that so much, you would not believe. Well, you didn't tell us you were going to sing a song as well, Rose. So, Blankety Bonk. Just, just all her to go. Yes, exactly. Oh, all oh, is I always sing singing. on every Christmas episode. Do oh, not worry, yeah. I need neither invitation nor no. encouragement. We'll be lucky if we get out without one, I think. Good. Well, I wish it could be Christmas every day. There you go. Oh, what I'm imagining now is all are pushing Denny's child off the stage at her uh, <laughs> Christmas rock show <laughs> to come and perform. I would, no, not immediately. I'd start. But if you then I'd push you Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Just when it gets to the key key change, you come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be subtle as well, wouldn't it? You'd just kind of like slowly kind of edge her off. You just oh, hog the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, blankety oh, I've been rumbled. Bonk. It's very straightforward. Uh, I'm going to take a, a quote. There's one, one he- cycling news headline, but the others are quotes from riders from this year. And all you have to do is fill in the missing word. Um, How does this work, or uh, Rose? Oh, is this uh, first first? No, no, it's a multiple choice. It or, oh, it's multiple choice. Um, and uh, yes, you, yeah. You, then you just both pick your answer. That's how multiple choice works. Okay. I don't know why I explained that to you. You might, <laughs> you might already know that. I hope. Okay. Uh, so this first quote is from Karina uh, Schrempf at the Tour de Romandie, where she was famously pipped to the line at the very, very last by Chiara Consoni. And the quote is, I can understand that it may look like a celebration, but I was not celebrating. I was taking my hands off the handlebars and... What's the multiple that choice? That was the blank. So the choices are, was she A... Uh, I was taking my hands off the handlebars and doing Tai Chi. B, <laughs> punching in frustration. C, 
screaming no. D, offering around a dish of volivons. <laughs> now, <laughs> you've got tricky decision to make there. So uh, mm. what did Karina Shrimp say when she was beaten at the Tour de Romandie? I was taking my hands off the handlebars and what are you... Well, it has to be B or C, as much as I want it to be A or D. <laughs> Which are you going for, Danny? Yeah, he doesn't want to choose, does he? You're both gone very quiet. I'm prepared to go for B. Punching in frustration, I'm pr- okay, Orla. I'm pretty, pretty certain it's B. I, I'm certain it's B. Screaming no. Oh. The answer is C, screaming <gasps> no. I was what? taking my hands off the handlebars and screaming no. You're kidding me. I would, have, I would have bet serious money on that. I thought I knew the answer. Oh, I thought you said it was C. Did you not say it was C? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way. Okay, well, you said it was B. I literally told. I forgot. It was C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said C. Yeah. yeah. I, I need, we need like an independent adjudicator because I'm not Hold even on. exactly skull sure. Going on what here. Happened. Denny, what answer do you think Orla gave? B. No, I definitely Oh, okay, okay. I definitely you could have got away with it. Okay, not, no points. I'm not, no, I'm not foolish enough to imagine that everyone listening wouldn't be able to rewind <laughs> and <I know. laughs> stealing those points shamelessly. But you can see why Christmas Day, Shay Shinaway is a fraught affair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, well, like, yeah, I know, but, it, I mean, really, what you could have done was stayed silent. Denny, because he's got so nervous, probably wouldn't have said anything because he's thinking about his song <laughs> and he's already, you know, not sure about what to do about the quiz. And then it would have only been at the end that I would have got messages saying that was just totally wrong. Well, okay. Well, that's good. It keeps it even. No points anywhere. Next quote is Demi Vollering... Uh, following P-Gate, as we'll call it, on stage six of the Vuelta Femenina. This is the quote. At 70 kilometres from the finish, me and some other riders on my team had to pee. Femke Marcus also had... (laughs) Is the answer... (laughs) A, a poo. B, an issue with her bib shorts. C, a mechanical. Or D... A puncture. So that was Femke. So at 70 kilometers from the finish, me and some other riders on my team had to pee. Femke Marcus also had, was it a poo, an issue with her bib shorts, a mechanical or a puncture? I love how she would be explaining the entire (laughs) range of toilet stops. So I had to do a pee. Femke Marcus had to do a pee. (laughs) Someone else. Shorted. Well, I don't know. We don't know, Orla. Yeah. That, I mean, that well, wasn't an option, Orla, I'm afraid. Orla, you were, you were lauding her, her, her open, openness that's and true, honesty. That's true. Yeah. That's very direct. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, A, did Femke Marcus I'll go have for... a poo, an issue with her bib shorts is B, C, a mechanical D, a puncture? I'll go for C. Denny's going for, I go for a C. mechanical. I want to go for C, too. Because I can't remember a puncture. All a- and a mechanical would cover that anyway. Uh, 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 no. It is all even seems really- nil-nil at the moment, so. I know, I know. thing is, I want to go see, but then it's boring if we're on the same points, isn't it? Well, for the, is it? I will take one for go- the team and for the sake of entertainment, <laughs> limited as that might be. Go, go, and I'll go, go with what D. you think it is. I'll go for D. Okay, all is going for D, a puncture, and Denny's going for C, a mechanical. The answer is 
D, a puncture. <gasps> oh. yes! There we go. I mean, I, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm not I'm not fast either way, but get it. I love, yeah, I love how all of us like, I'm going to take one for, a te- for the team and get a point here. So <laughs> what I was actually thinking, and you wouldn't see this on the podcast, but I was leaning back with my two arms raised in the air. And as I was doing it, I thought, entertainment wins. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, what a top spot you are. <laughs> it's entertainment wins. That's what you get. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm annoying even myself. I don't think I'm going to do any other Christmas quizzes. Either. I think I'm horrific as a person. Okay, <laughs> Oy. but I'm winning, so I'll take that. Exactly. Well, number three questions. Number left. three. This is a quote from Alison Jackson. So she said, "Oh boy, well this <clears throat> here. Hopefully, we can teach him some dance moves." Was it A D S B? That's really confusing. A a D- DS. Sorry, I don't know how to say that without it. A F G R Y or B X W Z. These all acronyms. Or C S T U. No. Uh, first option is DS. Well, this DS here. B Little Rock. C Journalist. Or D Little Trophy. Oh boy. Well, this something here. Hopefully, we can teach him some dance moves. I'm going to go mm. B, please, for this one. Little Rock, Denny. Ah, oh, I, I genuinely have no idea. Um, so I will plump randomly. I'll take one for the team, Orla. <laughs> oh, good on you. Do, Do you want for entertainment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, D, S. It wins, I promise you. So A is D, S, B oh. is Little Rock, C, Journalist, D is Little Trophy. Hmm. I'll go with C. Journalist. Mm. Uh, sorry, that's not a good sign, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Journalist. <laughs> the way you said that, I think you've given away the fact that I've got that horribly okay, wrong. Um, well, that was a surprise uh, answer. But the answer is Little Rock B. Yeah. All uh, of course it is. Yeah. So that's obviously talking about her, the pave that Alison Jackson won when she was asked about if she was going to do any tiktok videos with the trophy mm-hmm. okay well number four come on denny you need to you know go all in here don't I you do. this, is it. this is it okay uh number four this is a cycling news headline and that is demi vollering avoids <laughs> to take photo finish win at strada bianca women that's the headline so was it a embarrassment B, an upset, C, a feud, or D, a horse. Demi Bollering <laughs> avoids something to take photo finish win at Strada Bianchi Women. Very good. Mm. I'm going to go for a horse. All is going for a horse. Denny? I think it has to be horse as well. But do I, do I gamble? For the sake of trying to stay in the competition. Oh, I see. This is like because if we draw, draw that's lost. true. If you yeah, draw this, so if that's I, true. If I go with my, I think it's probably D, but maybe I'll just put, I'll go for a different answer. Just A embarrassment, B an upset, C a feud. So Demi Vollering mm. avoids what to take photo finish win at Strada Bianca. I'm not sure women. she really avoided a feud. Did that's she? the thing you see. 
I think she went straight into one. Didn't, didn't really she? avoid a bar- embarrassment. <laughs> she didn't avoid an upset. A damning. <laughs> Look and, back on that. Well, it wasn't an upset. It wasn't an upset, though. It has to be a horse, doesn't it? I'm, I'm, I, I can't see any other answer. Okay, the answer is D, a horse. Demi Vollering oh. avoids a horse to take photo finish win at Strada Bianca Women. So they, well, well I know, won. I know, but. Oh, don't, Denny, no! Don't say that yet. <laughs> okay, well, what we can do <laughs> is it's all in for, on this question. Oh, for good. No, no, that you is see, a fix, I told you, Bride if, if Denny gets this one right, right no. then there is a time break. A sport. I'm trying to be a better person. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, be Christmas a Yeah, Christmas quizzes person. is not I've... the place for that, Orla. That's not the, no, it's not, is not it? the place. That's your deepest, darkest, most childish self. It's more Christmas entertaining space. for the listener if you, if you really want to win it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to be open and honest for, like Denny Rollery. That's what we're here for. Yeah, save, okay. save the better person uh, for 2024. Orla, I have been plying uh, Rose with bottles of uh, a sparkling wine he called actually, Cavendish. He actually has. Uh, have in you preparation actually? For he actually has, yeah. I've actually got two. Wow. They, it's, it's not working. They clearly. were a wedding, a wedding <laughs> gift drunk that yet. went missing in the post. And then when Aww. it turned up, there was two bottles, which was amazing. And it was, How it, was delicious. it was delicious. So, yes, but that's not got anything to do with... Um, so just remember this. that, Rose, when you're doing the final scores. <laughs> okay, this is the final... Did you not get the three bottles that I sent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is the final question. Uh, I, I would like to say it all comes down to this, but it doesn't. But come on, Denny, for your pride, <laughs> you can do it. This is the quote. This is Cecily Utch Ludwig, who is obviously uh, a quote machine. And this is her speaking after the World Championships in Glasgow. Okay. The quote is, I actually, a few times, it was a very, very tough course. Are the, oh. Is the answer A, threw up, B, was as dead as a fish, C, hit the wall, or D, slid out? I actually something a few times. It was a very, very tough course. Lots of thought. Look at this. Crazy levels I'm of thinking. I'm going to go three up. But I don't think it was that because I think I would have remembered. But I'll go three up because it is the kind of thing that she would openly admit to. So Cecily mm. Ludwig, did she say she threw up? Or did she say she was as dead as a fish? Did she say she hit the wall? Slid, slid out seems like the logical one to me, mm. but... I don't think that's catchy enough for Cecily Utrup Ludwig. I think yeah. it has to be something a bit more out Hit there. Hit the wall. Also, uh, I think it's a good So one. I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with a fish. I've got nothing to lose. Yes, I know, apart from all pride and dignity entirely. I don't think he has that anymore. But we've we've got this song coming up, so that will finish you (laughs) off. (laughs) The song of Denny has worn us, he hasn't practised in weeks. So, uh, right, the answer is Cecily Ludwig threw up. I actually threw up a few times. It was a very, very tough course. Orla, just cementing your position as queen of the Christmas quiz. Well done, Orla. (laughs) Resounding. Thank you. A resounding win. Now I feel... Really embarrassed at being such a tool. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I knew I was going to win all along, it could have been magnanimous. It's like it's, it's good if you're if you lose and uh, you've been just showboating. Dramatic. But if you win, yeah, then yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a bit like then mm. it's just a bit like oh shut, just go, just go away. Oh. But there you go. All I mean, yeah. I did say resounding, but actually, it wasn't that resounding, was it? To, you know, uh, around a round of peace. We'll go with the resounding, then... Rose. 
Oh, it's only in the first last couple of questions, wasn't it? Yeah, you just it, it went all its way. But you know, I think you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be a gracious loser. I won't. Listen, I won't take... listen, Danny. It was a really hard quiz. I threw up a few times. <laughs> 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 well, right. Well, on, uh, well, uh, t- on that. Tell you what, though, the fact that you are you are so keen to win, Orla, makes it all the more. Oh no! Uh, don't play that. Cause that's so anno- That's oh, such, such an irritating. Uh... No, I mean, but imagine how boring it would be. For the listener, if we were like both like, oh, I can't. Um, well, no, yeah, we wait a minute. Not. Who's not bothered about the Christmas this quiz? Is... Well, uh, Denny, uh, you, you're very kindly. A surprise to us all, actually, is that you've said that you wrote a song, especially for us here on the Cycling Podcast, Feminine, and it's it's a takeoff of the Twelve Days of Christmas, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, so I don't know what possessed me to do this. From one to twelve. <laughs> uh, but in the in the spirit of Settle your and get the men's pie. Yeah. <laughs> in the spirit of your numbers, oh, I've also got Christmas crackers for us all. But, oh, go on then. Go uh, on. Let's. Uh, but anyway, this this can be rubbish for audio, so maybe we won't bother oh, doing. No, it. No, I think it's good for audio. Go on. Go on. Oh, I'll, I'll pull. Ro- I don't Rose know how you're going to do. Is it. a penguin cracker. As always. As always. All as a little reindeer. Oh, you're oh, cute, Orla. You're very cute. I'm a polar bear. Is that Aww. a bear? Okay. So it's very cute. Can you take pictures so we can post them, Denny? I think we should give them proper love. Absolutely. So Denny has brought crackers, he's written a song, and then he's lost the quiz. It just doesn't seem right, does it? It doesn't. I've brought myself and a lot of smugness. <laughs> just annoying. <laughs> well, Denny, how do you want to do? Are you going to just roll? Are you just going to roll? Are you going to give us a little spiel about your inspirations? Have do you want us to join in? Or, so yeah. I felt like we've we've done SD Works down a lot, haven't we? Even in this episode. Yes. yes so this have. is a little little hymn to them. Uh, a hymn? These are all My different goodness. facts, numbers. Obviously, twelve through to one uh, about SD Works's season. Um, and and I, you're famous for your numbers, Denny, with your big calculator. With the calculator, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I didn't consult the the Casio Nevia Doma for this one, for this. but uh, I'm sure they're all correct, uh, roughly. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll just sing it. I'll just go for it. Go for it. You probably, just got to go for I'm it. I'm going to stuff it up. I haven't sung this for for a week, but uh, but it doesn't matter, does it? It's all in the spirit of Christmas. It's so all Christmas. Go. Don't worry, I'm not going to sing the twelve days of Christmas from the first day. <laughs> I <Yes>. was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, think. Shall I ask? That? I, I know. Is that rude? I know you. <laughs> I know you've got to do the school run in a minute. So. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, kids, we were late, but I only got to day six <laughs> by the time of pickup. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, 12 Vibus victories, 11 different winners, 10 French race days, 9 national jerseys, 8 Royce triumph, 6 GC successes, 6 Lotto tour stages, 5 riders without a win, <laughs> 4 tour fam stages, 3 Arden classics, 2 Giro wins, and a world champs for Lotto Capecchi. Ma- I love how Denny also... Not only did he do all of them, but he didn't even sing that on the 12th day for Christmas, my true love game. To be you just like, I'm going straight in. <laughs> Too nervous. Yeah, I forgot about that bit, to be honest. I was worried about all the school run. Oh, oh well, that, that was, was amazing, Danny. That I can't believe that. Yeah. That, that was incredible. Christmas, that has. The, uh, the, the Cycling Podcast single will be out in time for Christmas. We're going to try and get it to <laughs> number one spot. All proceeds go to our own charity. <laughs> yeah. charity That's up. <laughs> Denny, that was amazing. I feel like it went so quickly that I didn't even have time to take it all in. Absorb it. Well, that was beautiful. But we're going to, what I think what we should do is uh, record you doing it again and then we'll put it out on uh, Instagram so that everyone can enjoy it. 
Uh, Denny looks so crestfallen that I suggested that. <laughs> but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. All right. Well, the well, get the crackers out, uh, Denny. Time to. Shall I, I see if it does a sound effect for us? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Whoa. Oh, there, go. there we go. Probably a lot. Probably a lot of a, a sound effect there, but um. Well, thank you both for joining me. It's been lovely uh, to have your company and your competitive uh, spirit, let's say, uh, <laughs> here for the Christmas quiz. Uh, thank you very much, Denny. Uh, and thank you very much for coming on board with the Cycling Podcast this year. It's been a pleasure to yeah, have you. Yeah, you've been brilliant. You're amazing at this. It's been really fun to listen to you. Well, thank you, all. Really that, good. That means a lot. Um, well, thank you for inviting me and thank you uh, for this lovely quiz, Rose, because it's been Ow. amazing, despite losing. Yeah, I was going to say you're better at the podcasting than the, the quizzing, that's for sure. And, that's uh, a good thing. Yeah, and, and all, uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming and joining us on our uh, last one in December. It's been delightful to have you back. We have missed you. It's been lovely to be back. And Rose, thank you for holding the fort through a rotating cast of characters, especially <laughs> in the last half of this year. You've done an amazing job and it's been lovely to always know that I'm tuning in to hear your voice. You've been brilliant. And for your efforts on the quiz as well. I think Fart Barbie will live with me for a long time. Yes. <laughs> with all of us. And I've been... That's, that, that was the real smell of anger that uh, we were talking about earlier on, was the Fart, fart Barbie at the finish line. <laughs> That's been brilliant. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me again. Well, thank you all. And thank you, listeners, uh, for joining us for another year of the Cycling Podcast Feminine. And have a very Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! The Cycling Podcast was created in 2013 by Richard Moore, Daniel Freeb, and Lionel Burney. This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com.